Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to share some amazing, exciting, stupendous news of our eighth graders. We're also going to talk about Rocket League, esports, and especially we're going to talk about our beloved announcements crew. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 21 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Well, partner, it's been an amazing week. We've had some really great highs, and we've had some really great lows. That's true. Funny lows, but they're still great lows. Yes, true. I would say so. As we start every episode, how have you nailed it this week? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I wrote down some things because I had quite a few doozies this week. But as far as nailed it, so in a good way, um, so my Rubik's Cube kids, you know, the kids in my uh, STEM class have been working on the Rubik's Cube. And let's see, when did we start? So we started this week, I think. Maybe we did it a little bit, a couple days the previous week. But in that amount of time, 19 kids um, out of that 18 have solved the cube. And most of them have never done that before. And it was not, it was not an easy uh, road for them as far as setbacks. Like they kept having mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. But uh, they just, they were so good. So all of those kids minus one. And the only reason he did not solve the cube is because the last day he had a double band class. So he couldn't join us on Friday, but the kids are determined this week that he's gonna get to do that. So that was a huge, huge one. That is truly amazing. An entire eighth grade class solving the Rubik's Cube. It was, it really was. And, you know, I love the opportunity to sit down with the kids. And, you know, they actually think it's pretty funny. And I keep telling them that they're way off, but they can't believe that I can do part of it. You know, I can do the whole cube, but I have to do steps. I haven't memorized all the whole algorithm. So they already look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, you, how can you do that? And I keep saying like, okay, I don't actually know the whole thing. Like you have to see kids that can do this, like, you know, just in their minds, you know? And so their minds are completely blown. Like when I show them the videos of what people are doing, talk about like Highland Lakes and what they achieved last year, you know, it's pretty They're a dynasty. They really are. Well, in the Rubik's Cube, like uh, Red Bull, Red Bull's doing some pretty cool things. They're always tweeting out these like one-on-one, like Rubik's Cube battles. And I I just love what Red Bull's doing that for, for speed cubers. And I like that thing. Um, I think you tweeted it out, and it was the Rubik's Cuber who juggles them and then solves them as he's juggling. And so the kids, it's just a conversation. Like, the kids are super excited, and they'll say, oh, did you see this guy, and did you see this? And then there was one, I can't remember if, if you and I talked about it or whatever, but I saw one that's for visually impaired kids. So it has, like, uh, I don't know, something on the outside that allows them to know what they're solving, which is, that is amazing. Reminded me of the thing that we saw at C- CSTA. Um, what was it? The robot thing. The that coding. We saw. Like yeah. It was like a part yeah. of like Microsoft's like yeah. coding thing for, so cool. for students that are blind. So I love when they take things like that and, and make it more accessible to more people. But you got to share Isabella's story because when I asked her about it, she gave me the same exact thing. Like she was just in awe. Like, yeah. So she was, she again, like we would get so close like she'd bring it to me and I would say okay so here you know look in these steps and this is your next thing and and you need to you know look how it says it to orient it and we get her all set up and then um and I would say oh my gosh like this is your last couple steps like this is you've got it and then she'd take a wrong turn and that happened to her I don't even know probably 10 15 times like a lot of times and so she finally comes up and I said, okay, I don't want you to go sit back down. I want, you, <laughs> I want you to do these steps, but I want you to just stand by me and I just want to watch you do them. And so she did. And all of a sudden she takes the last turn and her whole face is just in shock. And people are yelling and like cheering for her. And she's so happy. And I, you know, I took her picture and I said, I'm going to, do you mind if I send this to your mom? And she's like, I told her like, this is my, my goal. And so I sent it to Mrs. Perry and she was like, I'm so proud. This meant a lot to her. And she um, said she really wanted to do this. And now she's going to have to teach me, which I love that. But I heard her when she went to go sit down, she said, you know, she was telling some of her peers, you know, it's that last twist that you do and all of a sudden you see that this cube is solved and it's the most amazing feeling and it is it totally is yeah I was just so and I could totally relate to that and it just you know everything that we bring to them we hope that they love like we love it 
and the kids like you know, every time I get a new group of kids for STEM, they'll always go like, ah, oh, I don't want to do a Rubik's Cube. It's hard, you know, and they're tired. And, you know, when you and I get the older kids, they're the, it's like we're either their first period of the day or their second period, and they're still a little groggy. And they're reluctant to do hard things that they've never done before. And, you know, so I always kind of run up against that. But when they solve it and they get that enthusiasm, like I had that one kid who solved it, um, like the first time and then he was hooked and then he just kept going back and then now his thing is to like beat his time and I, he got it down to like three minutes and then same with Wyatt and she like on her own I think her like fourth or fifth solve was like I'm going to time myself it's just like a most amazing group of kids but I do think it's like the culture of that they want a challenge they want something that's that they can see that it is hard but if they put in the work they're going to actually achieve this and that I think they didn't realize that they could do that there's tons of adults that do not realize that they can achieve that you, you are big on adults solving the cube i am and, super passionate about that and it's crazy to think there are 43 quintillion different ways that the cube can be mixed up and only one solution and when you think of quintillion think of a number with 23 zeros behind it that's how big how many different combinations there could be and it's just been so exciting what your stem class has been doing I the last it. couple of weeks and and the success and that that feeling of accomplishment and this yeah. is the world's like most popular toy that's ever been sold and I you know it's it. the world's greatest puzzle as well yeah and then max in my class he is really into the cube and so he brought in other types of cubes so he brought in like uh, a two by two he brought in the four by four he brought in uh what were some of the other ones i i bought brought out the gear cube that you were like you have to get the gear cube and so i brought that out and it was funny because i said why don't you why don't you solve this and he was like uh and max is not someone as you and i both know to to shy away from a challenge and he finally brought it up to me and he was like i just i can't do this this is too hard <laughs> and i have to say i was really shocked that he like said that about anything um, but there's tons of kids that will grab that having like irrational confidence that they can do it and um you know, and they play around with it and figure it out. But the four by four, like the culture of my, like the brain teasers, the the brain challenges, those puzzles, like the puzzles that you've been 3D printing, they love that. Like they love how hard it is, but they, they, are, they ultimately want that end result of the solve. And I love, you know, your moment with that kid that you, oh, yeah. <laughs> that said he had solved it. Well, he's excited. We, we film our talent Thursdays, usually the day before. And Carter was, he's a fifth grader. He's amazing. Like his fastest time, like 16.91 seconds. He is amazing. He kid. crushes it. So we were filming our after school thing. And I was working with sixth graders at the end of the day. And they were showing them these like these little cubes that were 3D printed that you have to take apart. And there's three pieces and get them put back together. As we're filming Carter's segment, I gave this to Grant. I said, go home, solve this. And he was just so excited. And as we're filming this, I'm waiting for Carter to complete solving the cube. And I'm like, we have another uh, uh, another cube solver. I'm like, get in here, Grant. Grant comes in. He's all excited while we're filming. And then I'm like, and look at what Grant did. And he's like, well, I didn't really do this. I had some help. And then I kicked him out off the, the, live, uh, the live announcements at that moment. I'm like, take that home and solve it. I'm like, get out of here, Grant. Right. But Grant was such a good sport about he it. I, I, had, uh, I was just laughing. Oh, I was laughing was so hard. And I never thought twice about refilming the segment. No, 100%. That will air as is. Uh, but, you know, I do like well and the the person that he had help from was one of the eighth graders and he and he has, tried to make a cameo on the camera he did, he he did. Cut that off. was hysterical <laughs> but the thing that was the reason he has experience is he plays with the one that you made that I have in my class and so that's something that he has really worked on several times and um, been committed you know those kinds of things the the Soma cube, you know, I love those things and the Rubik's cubes. And I just love that they're hungry for those opportunities to try stuff. And I will say, I always, you know, I always have like a soft spot when I see the girls grab for that stuff because they want to try stuff, but they don't want it to be in front of people. So, I, you know, the Rubik's cube was very much part of our whole class. And how many, I mean, we had zero girls on our team last year in the club, not even on the team. But in the club, which is a hard thing for us, because yes. even as like we're moving forward, we we said um, I love that Instagram post that you shared about some female esports gamer was talking about forty six percent of 
girls are gamers, but like the esports is becoming like male dominated, yeah. and she was like such a role model for these girls. And you know, as we're moving forward, but this, that was like nothing we could really control no. in terms of forcing girls to sign up. It's like it's open to everybody, and it bummed us out. You know, it totally yeah, we bummed were us so out. Yeah, so bummed out. And then we, you know, we're trying to pay attention to the fact that as we start like the Minecraft club and the esports, mm-hmm. that you know, we want we want to have that diversity and we do and and be mindful of you know, to do everything we can do to make it inclusive and, you know, that it's not an all-boys kind of thing, you know. Well, and it makes me bummed that I didn't do a better job pushing in with, like, Ella and Monsi and Isery when they were here because those girls could have seen that we had girls on the team, yeah. you know, and that they were super, super um, adept. They're awesome. At, yeah, they, I mean, Ella did. Like, both of my kids, they'll p- pick up a Rubik's Cube after, like, I don't know, a year's gone by, and they'll be like, oh, I'm a little rusty, and they'll, you know, solve it in, like, a minute and 20 seconds, and they're like, oh, I got to practice, you know, which is just mind-blowing. But, you know, I want the girls to see that's not a boy-girl thing. That's a everyone thing, you know, and I wish that they had more girl role models for that uh, that I could kind of put there but nobody really wants to so I feel like if I can get the hook in at least at one or two girls this year for STEM and get them really fired up about it then maybe I can make them kind of my my ambassadors for that but uh, you know I think this I think it'll get better and better but we do have a boy heavy situation there so, I like it. All right. Yeah. So my failed it. I mean, I had several, um, but one was really a big. It was. It ended up being fine, but I was grateful for your help because I had this Ublick lab, which is already kind of a big undertaking because it's cornstarch, which just the slightest bit of breath and it goes everywhere, and then there's water, and then there's just chaos, and it was. You know, so it's already kind of a big deal. But I planned ahead. I had a high school student come in and she set up the lab like, you know, three days early. And I had her double check all the supplies. And I was not clear about how many bowls that I needed. Uh, we, she and I had a miscommunication, definitely, because. Starting to, starting <laughs> to feel like a theme here. <laughs> yeah, so definitely a miscommunication. And I, it had to have been my fault. So anyway, uh, you know. You're taking ownership. Thir- third period, no problem. I have no reason to believe we have any issues. Fourth period, the kids go to get bowls, and they're, we are drastically short. So I figure out some, I, you know, grab some other things that I had in the cupboard. It worked out, but I text you, and I'm panicked that, you know, to see if you have any in your class. And you were kind enough to go grab those. But that could have been a colossal, colossal fail. The kids have been waiting to do Ublick for weeks. Like, this is something that they've talked about, which is a huge surprise to me because it's Ublick. But you forget that they like that hands-on stuff. They like the discovery. And even though that's something, because some of the kids were saying, well, I made that, you know, I remember making this in first grade. There's so many things content-wise that overlaps, right? So there's content that you learn in second grade, but then you revisit it in fifth grade and then maybe eighth grade. And so states of matter is something that they cover in second grade, but when they're doing Ublick, now they're trying to wrap their mind around, well, we already know how a solid behaves and we know how a liquid behaves. And so how is it possible that this can exist? And so they like, they're excited about it, but they're looking at it now with fresh eyes. And so they were just so blown away and the conversations were like so high level. And I just, I just was completely baffled that just this simple thing they were just so into your videos and pictures were amazing that you posted on Twitter oh, they on Friday. Were so good. Merve was she was just hysterical she, as she was explaining it and how uh, happy how happy it made so her. Happy. And I just popped into your classroom and it just made me so happy how messy your classroom uh, was. And you're like you're like this is this is the power of Ublick. Yeah, and it, and that's the thing. Like I, the other thing is my kids were so amazing at, about trying to clean. Uh, they cleaned like Taisho who's our man you know we'll talk about him in a tiny bit but he took it upon himself and he tried to like wipe all the counters down and with cleaner and paper towels and my sinks so this is like after it's been cleaned several times it's just a very messy lab so anyway I didn't have enough bowls a disaster was averted thanks to you bringing some back and it worked out great but then the other thing that I wanted to say was it's not a fail per se but I I feel like it's a little bit of fail because I signed up for the Rocket League thing because I said I was going to and I'm really excited to do that 
And so I don't know. Do you want to describe Rocket League? Because I know Carla's going to say you didn't describe Rocket League. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Rocket League, it's basically these souped-up cars. It's a video game. You can play it on any platform. I don't know if you can play it on your iPhones. I assume you can. I think you can play it on anything. It's awesome. Kids love it. You know, it's not a first-person shooter game, which is big in the esports things. And, you know, we want to be school appropriate, as always. And nothing brings kids to the table like video games. That's what they love. They spend so many hours. It's basically just cars going around trying to get this big soccer ball into goals and you can do bursts you can fly through the air you can do flips so and drive on the walls it's i mean and talk about physics like you know this is like the ultimate like thing oh of gosh, physics no of kidding. angles and momentum it's, it really is it, it really is so crazy and uh so that's rocket league in a nutshell yeah well and so you mentioned it last week and so i was really excited i actually made myself wait till the weekend i was very proud of myself i like adulted all week and then bought it yesterday and Sam was feeling bad he's like man Mr. Lane's Wi-Fi must be really bad he said it took three hours ours is only gonna take 45 (laughs) minutes max (laughs) he's like I'm feeling pretty spoiled so it gets downloaded and I say I had some questions to you about different things about it but then I go to sit down to play with Sam and I realize I don't have I keep telling you I have two controllers but I what what do I have? Paddles? Yeah, you got the paddles. Okay, so I have paddles. The Joy-Cons. Yes, the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons. So I guess I need this other component. So that was the first fail. But then I – so I watched Sam for a long time, and uh, he finally decided, okay, I'm going to relinquish the, the paddle and let you – no, not the paddle, the controller, and let you play. And I am really, really green. Like I need a <laughs> ton of practice on this. And the reason you don't want to like – I'm not afraid to fail. I am not afraid to fail. However, when you play this game, you're in a community with other people. So people you don't necessarily know. So you don't want to just wing it because then you're going to be like ostracized. And like, and you know, I loved how you were like, their comments are all fine. And I'm looking and it's like all these at signs with the exclamation points. So so I guess our group, they were less kind. Um, But it was really, really exhilarating. And I can see that this is going to be something that I will spend a lot of time on 100%. And I just wanted to practice. I just wanted to practice. But Sam will be like, oh my gosh, he's like, okay, you're lined up perfectly. Okay, now just hit that burst. And I would, at the last minute, think I would have better control. And so I'd want to like kick it just a tiny bit to the And so I would basically physics, swerve and physics. miss. It really was. And I'd swerve and miss the ball completely. And he'd be like, I just can't believe that you were capable of missing that so colossally. <laughs> like, he's like, you're so bad at this. And I'm like, I know. So, but I have to say, after about 45 minutes to an hour, I became. But do you see how addicting it can bad. be, and it's like it can kind of like take over, it. take over your like your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun, and it was. It will be fun to be able to do that you know like with other people so like just me i was just trying to practice but it's fun like when i was watching this the game and like seeing all the different players and it makes it a lot harder when other people are going for the same ball you know i can just (laughs) barely hit it myself like but when they're jumping over you and like knocking it's just it's insane but it's so fun it's gonna be so great for the kids and they're gonna you know just they're gonna have so much fun like but you gotta have your street cred with the kids too i know you know we're gonna be leading this thing and they gotta know that like you know what you're talking about about and you can actually walk the walk there so i know it's better than my minecraft skills when we first started i just kept falling in the water and dying and that was it was bad i'm so proud of you there that you uh you you took the leap i know sam was trying to tell you to get it on the xbox but you're like we're we're doing the switches at school we got to have it on the switch i'm so excited it's gonna be i I just can't wait more excited news mr gladdy he reached out to jeff anderson who's kind of like our head of like the it everything and he told us that o'connor Honors compete in, and I forget what game, but they have, uh, I don't know, Deer Valley High School is competing for or esports. I forget what game they were doing. They were doing Rocket League, but they dropped the Rocket yeah, League. I can't remember what but they're was. already like competing in these like state high school tournaments, and I think they're doing fairly well. And O'Connor has a team, but they're yet to compete. And the big thing for us is, um, 
the connectivity. So like the device device connectivity, like so if someone brought their switch, you couldn't get on because of the ports or somehow there. I, I don't understand that part of everything. Either. So they're gonna oh, the, the great news is they're gonna open that up for us, it's you know, huge. for it's, it's monumental in terms of these are things we've been wanting and you know, just it's time. We haven't we haven't even asked for this. So and we asked for the Minecraft uh, to have access to create the the Minecraft accounts online. And so like this past week we got amazing news that these are things that are moving Moving forward that between the esports and then the Minecraft there. So I mean that's huge. Like esports was not on our radar per se, but Minecraft has been this specific thing that we just got the green light for. We have been wanting that for at least two years. Like I since our Minecraft club, and that was years ago. So you know, there's something that we keep saying like, oh, we gotta get this. And you know, I think it's awesome that Jeff Anderson. Thank you very much that we have that uh, ability to move forward with that because we definitely have the need here and uh, I shouldn't say the need we have the interest right it will spread like wildfire and I love how that kid came in and like heard through what, yeah. what was that again what, he I was mean, what grade uh, he's a sixth grader oh, like grade. a seventh grade told him overheard me talking about it and he was just so excited but the thing is, like, you know, it's a middle school thing, and, like, that's where it should start. It yeah. should be, like, these kids have it, you know. It's, like, one thing, like you said, like, play online, and you see all those bad words popping up there. But, like, when we're there together, like, that's the true, like, sense of, like, teamwork and yeah. working together and playing as a team and, you know, being a real team, like, in that video game world. And I was having a conversation this weekend where we're so connected with devices, but, like, are we even – more connected you know than like when me and you were growing up you know like is it creating that divide that we're so connected i don't know what i'm saying here just dropping some deep knowledge well but. i will say though that there's a lot of conversation happening with people so there was a, somebody that came on friday to help with the moxie girls and he was talking to mrs grabham and i and he was talking about how he feels that video games uh, on the platform, you know, like these kinds, like the Rocket League and those higher level ones, his nephew has remained in contact with all of these people remotely now. So he is able to be tight friends with people that he graduated with because they have this common bond. And so they connect through video games and they're all over the world, but they come together and, and they've kept in contact and it's like actually kept them together. So, you know, you have that and it is like that camaraderie and like, these are your people, these are your people, you, you know, jump into these games with. And it, it, so there's this that aspect of it and then you also have like the the risk of not being able to have like normal you know childhood experiences mm -hmm. and communication and interaction so but i think, I think that's a, the important thing about like our esports club and just have them together like yeah. you know like not necessarily you know they could be online with each other but like when they're you know in that person like talking to each other being like all right i'm defender i'll get back here you go here and totally. you know that's what the esports has become like as they can kind of communicate and i guess they can do that with headpieces but again like you take the risk of you know playing against strangers you don't know how old these people are but you know we want to create that safe environment but also you know be innovators and get these kids excited and compete at the highest level What's and do something that that we love yeah i mean this is their language this is this is where we're going to connect with them and this kind of concept is like you said it's all this problem solving and collaboration and teamwork and those are the skills those are the skills that they're going to you know, be able to be stronger in when they go out. And I like that it tends to be like kids that might be sometimes a little bit more reserved. You put them with video games and they're willing to communicate with other people and, you know, interact like that. And actually, it reminds me of what we were talking about. I had forgotten that the thing that you brought up about the Minecraft thing, uh, about how the para in my class was talking about how she really likes that we use Minecraft or that that's something we're trying to bring in a bigger scale here because her autistic son wouldn't communicate at all. And then all of a sudden through, you know, using Minecraft, it kind of forced him to have to be able to communicate. Like they would say, okay, well you can do this, but you need to tell us this, this, and this. And all of a sudden he developed language skills and, and he was communicating so much more effectively. And she said, just this one game is so beneficial for autistic kids. And we have seen that with other kids that we, uh, and we've heard about that. So it's a really amazing thing because there's so many 
benefits that and the esports about like what it can bring out in kids you know and then when we think about like a monumental week you know that's the thing like you've been using minecraft like the regular minecraft like in your classroom because the minecraft uh, education edition we need to set up accounts there's a fee that you have to pay per students to get that all set up and going but then like still like it's individualized to the point that we have everyone playing Minecraft, creating these worlds, oh, yeah, but so because cool. the ports are closed and there's not that uh, connectivity like onto servers where they're in the same world kind of playing together. So like you're missing that part and that's what we're so excited about. Yeah. And then like for the kids to be able to sign into their Nintendo uh, Switch account and log in and work together to, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to even process. Like when I told you the news, I'm like, I'm like, are you really understanding what we just, what, what we just got back? Like, this is just like, so amazing what's it going really to happen it's by huge. this, you know? I mean, it is so, it's so huge. And to be the, you know, to have the privilege of doing this with our middle school kids when really that's not being done locally for kids of that age is to be able to give them that opportunity is incredibly amazing. You know, it really is. And that they kind of are like, all right, hurry up already and then get us to this place because they want to be like 12 steps ahead of where we are. But that we know we have the interest and that there's kids that are ready to do this. They're just waiting for us to like take the next step. Oh, it's awesome. I can't wait. It's it's truly going to be amazing. I, I, I spent my fair share every free moment I had this weekend trying to get some games in. And then Ryan was bringing me down. I was like, dude, you got to step up your game here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm carrying you, my man. I'm, I'm not even at the level to be carrying anybody. Like, But uh, he, he, gets, he gets so into it. And again, I have to remember to put my competitive juices aside and be like, he's in first grade. And, and pretty soon he's going to be just driving circles around me literally and figuratively. But I just love doing this with my son, and I love that he's into it. And the next thing is we're going to have to relinquish the controller like Sam and, and let Mackenzie play because every time we start playing, she comes in. She's like, oh, my God, we're in an online game. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so, yeah. Like she's uh, she, She's been kind of the odd person now, and our, in our, we might need to get a third controller there. I'll be playing with all my kids um, in a thing. But those Joy-Cons are expensive. They're like $79 a pop. But so, yeah, I've just, I just been loving that. Uh, when I think about my nail that this week – just working with my eighth graders, I rolled out the micro bits one day. So Gosh, yeah. we I try to we worked with like the MS Make code and the micro bits are like these little LED computers. Looks like an old school like I don't know what would you call that like a little screen. It's like a little pixelated screen. Yeah, and there's a, there's a game that reminds me of it, but I can't figure out like what it snake, is. It'll like back yeah, in the day, like, kind of you know. like that. Yeah, and then so like we you know just learned how to connect, like download some code, like kind of create some different things, and then that kind of rolled into the Hummingbird Robotics, where they had to like code music, code a light, a they light to turn nice. off, on and off, to a tricolor LED. Then all of a sudden, North and Avery, they were doing like dials, like voice sensors, like light sensors. And then so it was just so fun to kind of like roll these things out where, you know, I really talk about, you know, the coding part is the, the easy part. You know, many times people are like, oh, coding is so hard, you know, like that's going to be the simple part. But the next part, it's going to be the hard part was the engineer and like, what do they build with that code and what do they create? And so we're creating these uh, elaborate mini golf Sphero uh, mini golf courses. I'm so pumped. So they're going to have like moving windmills or whatever their theme is. So they got to come up with their theme and kind of create their theme. And I can't wait for this because it's just going to be so much fun and trying to get a hole in one. And, you know, so I, I'm just so excited for like what they're going to do this upcoming week. And so we have about a week and a half until Thanksgiving, but it's going to be a lot of fun, like oh where they where they take this. And, and Merve had a great quote. She said, she's like, we're in Mr. Lane's class. We're coding. This is epic this or is something epic. along yeah. the lines of that. It was such you know? a cool thing. And she was so she is so enthusiastic about it. Like she just her excitement like her face I just wish that I'd captured that moment because it was just the coolest thing and you know she just lit up like it was crazy and the best part was the fact that they were all like working together like groups were helping each other some couldn't get their lights to go on and they were just 
you know, showing those soft scales. Like they were just all in this like environment and I was bopping around, checking on them. They were like, it's not uh, working. And you know, nobody just like gave up. No, and they didn't. They really worked for like two days to get all these things, get through all these like coding challenges. And it was just so fun to see them work together and like, you know, different groups across the room and be like, have you tried this? You know, try a different port, you know, use the port tool. And then when Jenna got hers to work all by herself, she was like, I don't know what happened from yesterday, but it just worked. And she was, so she was just proud. so proud of herself well and alexa and summer like they were so discouraged it wasn't working it wasn't working and then alexa figured it out on her own and then they were so proud and summer hates pictures she does not and i am a picture fiend okay so my kids know i'm going to take a ton of pictures and i try and really respect the fact that she doesn't want pictures but i said can i can I take your picture? And she's like, yeah, for this you can. And so like that was huge because she was so proud in her picture. She's just so happy. And I was just, I was incredibly amazed at all of them because they, it wasn't working for several of them. And then they would just like keep, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Keep coming back. And I loved seeing that. And then Matthew, how many times did Matthew make me come over and look at his thing? It was like, come look at this one, look at this one. And I, I don't even know, like three, four different things that he switched on it but just every little part he was like we did that like we made that happen like that is amazing and they literally on this led screen created like the whole snake character yeah. kind of going up and that around really and cool. they were so excited about their their code there and you know like every quarter you kind of get better with things and these hummingbird kits i mean you can do so much with them oh, they're, they're so the kids cool. learn how to like program servos to make things move and that's going to be the big thing and then I think my first quarter group, I had a smaller group, so and I didn't label whose kit was whose kit, so I was like a little little chaotic. But now, like the first day we had them out, I'm like, all right, this is your kit for for this project, and this is your kit. And then everyone, like, I put a post-it note on there. They're like, they're like, I can't even read this handwriting. And I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so you know, it was really cool to kind of you know just have that second organizational piece there where it would just. You know, just that one little thing of designating those kits uh, to those to those people just made my life so much easier. And, you know, they're actually, remember last quarter, they were just kind of setting them out there like with their projects. Yes. And then now they're actually putting them back into the thing. And it, it's really a thing of beauty. I'm like, go get your kits, get them out. And I'm like, you got to make sure you get everything in there. And they've been they've been so awesome, like using that technology and putting it away. Just Well, people cannot they cannot appreciate when you're just listening how many little components are in that kit too like it is a jam-packed all kinds of little parts so kudos to you for coming up with that because i can imagine that that would just be complete chaos but everything was so i mean you came in you organized everything it was such a great way to like start that off on a good you know good foot and then that's awesome because there's a lot of cool things in there. I, I just, I'm so excited. Like the things that we wanted to be able to pull out, like that is a big one. And the micro bits was a big one. It was such a great segue to like for them and every single thing you've been like, have you ever had a kid go, I don't want to do like this year. Have you ever had someone say like, ah, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. They're just ready to rock and roll. They I'm are. like, you know, I'm like, I think that's what means you do a good job of just getting them excited and yeah. kind of showing them like, how is this going to relate? Uh, to them in the real world and what they're what they're kind of doing it's so so much fun well i don't i was wondering i know that we we talked last week but did you ever really get to talk about your co-spaces and what they created on like on their own because again it made me think of matthew because his whole thing like i don't think we talked about that but that was amazing that whole scene yeah all the time and effort that went into that thing that was amazing it truly was. It truly was. But I think we got to, right, you know, just, we're, we're, we're crunched really for time. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to talk about that. I'm and the that co spaces is uh, this awesome thing that they do uh, like coding and programming and design and, so and cool. augmented and virtual reality. And Matthew did this awesome thing. But the reason why I got to cut that out is I, I got to bare my soul a little bit here. Oh, yeah. You know, like, so the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about this this high of high of winning the Fiesta Bowl, uh, Wishes oh, for yes. Teachers Grant, you know, and ultimate high and just so excited. Can't believe it. You know, like my phone call, we played the audio of just how excited I was. The woman on the other end, is, I think she's still like, here's my voice. Yeah. Here's my <laughs> voice, like just screaming out, just in uh, pure excitement. Now, as and I asked, I asked you to text Danelle, who works in Deer Valley, uh, works at Sandra Day, and I said, "Has she gotten a follow-up email about like what's the next steps and everything?" And then I, I and then Danelle said she hadn't received anything, and I'm like, "All right, I feel a little better about that." 
then all of a sudden I get an email from Donors Juice and my heart sunk. Now the reason why my heart sunk is because Fiesta Bowl is just not cutting a check. Like last week, I, I got a call from Miss Jenny in the front office. She said, we have a $2,500 check here. I'm like, oh, that's from APS and the Phoenix Suns uh, for this grant. And they just like send us a check. She's like, all right, I'm going to put it in the special account designated for you. And then I was like, all right. And then I said, I said, I said today, I was like, all right, before we leave today, we need to uh, bust out those quotes and kind of get those to Jenny so we can get those things ordered. So we get these things implemented as, implemented as fast as possible to show APS and Phoenix Suns, like we're staying true to our word. Yeah. Like, you know, we're rolling these things out and like the impact it has on kids. Now, the reason why my heart sunk a little bit was the fact that yours truly, me, moi, has been banned from Donors Choose. This is a true story. This is. <laughs> and not that I have anything against Donors Choose. Donors Choose is doing a great thing. They're, they're doing amazing things for teachers. Now, what Donors Choose is, it's basically like a GoFundMe for teachers. You post a product, uh, a project, yeah. and people from all over the world, you can share it. They know tons of matching like things. They do all these cool things. But Donors Choose gets a cut of all these projects. You know, they get like, 10%, sometimes 15% of these projects that goes to fund and donors choose, which is great. I have nothing wrong against the business model. It's doing great things, doing great things. Now, you're probably sitting there and you're wondering, why is Mr. Lane banned from donors choose? Great question. So as we were starting this whole project, this is this is like goes way back. This is five years. I've been banned for five years. And, and I'm not going to lie. I, I do have ill will towards donors choose in this <laughs> regards. As I'm trying to yeah. mend some fences with donors choose, and every time like and you still haven't posted a donors choose project, and I'm like, I'm like, just get on donors choose, like just create I'm a project because I am a true friend. You are. So as we were starting this whole thing, we started with Moxie Girls, the Robotics Club. We started an advanced robotics club where we had one EV3 brick, and then we wanted to get some more. And this is where we kind of really opened our eyes to, you know, what were some of the problems in tech and diversity. Yeah. And we did a project for two EV3 bricks, which I think was about $700. Mm -hmm. Now, we got these bricks. We loved them. We had everyone in the group. We had a small advanced robotics group. They wrote thank you letters they and they talked about all this stuff. Beautiful letters. Beautiful letters. Yeah. Like, I, I hope I still have them somewhere. I do. I think I have Ella's for sure. Um, Truly, they're awesome letters. Great pictures of the group together, the things that they kind of accomplished. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot it of was. fun. This is like pre-Moxie and now Moxie's in its fourth year. So this is five years ago. Five years ago, me and Donor Shoes have been at been at odds this is true so i i got the stack you know it's like the last day of school i think like my deadline come in to send in these thank you letters uh as, as to show like all these donors all the world that funded this project to get get things going this is like really the start of moxie and and where we're sent today in the makerspace 100%. all the things that we have you know started with this donors choose project i have the thank you letters i got them in this thing it's going to be on my end of the year thing the first thing i do with my goal to like at the end of the year and then my dog became very ill wally my best buddy 12 years old last day of school like you know, had Lyme disease, you know, we lived back in Massachusetts, we moved back and he'd been living with this and coughing up blood, not to, not to gross anybody out there if you're eating your breakfast, I apologize, he was very but sick. He, he was my best buddy, you know, and, and with all these things happening and on the last day of school, we had to put him down, you know, the hardest thing that you ever do is, you know, say goodbye to your best friend. And, you know, with that being said, the letters got lost in translation. You know, the goals, the goals seemed a little bit different. My, my, my focus was, was no longer on this donors choose project. It was grieving the loss of a, of a friend there. Well, and your kids were great. Like it was a family loss too. Yeah. And so that was not on the radar at that point. So the summer went by, came back into my classroom, still trying to, to cope with the loss of, of the Wally Gator and he was the best dog and we have a new dog now Brady and he's basically the same thing and just Which I accidentally yeah. call Wally all the time <laughs> and don't feel bad I do it all the time oh, I feel really guilty. My, my kids get really upset when that happens but lo and behold to make a long story short 
I forgot to send in these thank you letters. They were done. I just did not send them. I, I did not do that next step and send those to donors choose. They were amazing. Like I know, I witnessed these letters. I witnessed everything being put together. I did. I saw all of this. So and so, then I had to come. So I had to come to this moral decision of what do I do? So they give you a code for this Fiesta Bowl grant of five thousand dollars. And I said to myself, I was like, do we just try to apply the code to a project that you create and see what happens? And then you're like, no, 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 you got to just reach out to them and see, is there any way we can, we can uh, come together here and like, you know, let bygones be got bygones. And then I was actually Googling like, what happens to you when you've been banned from donors choose? And there were zero hits. Zero. Like, there were zero zero hits. hits. I'm like, has this never happened to anybody? I'm like, am oh, I the first? Talk about a um, bridge burn. Yeah. Wow. So. So I had to come to the conclusion. I was so happy, and then I was so sad, and I'm still so sad. But moral of the story is I have sent an email out. I've put my Wally story into into words, begging and pleading with them, is there some way we can come together to make this work? And then I'll let you know what the next step is. You know, my fear is, like, trying to do the right thing. Like, I'm like, what What if we have to forfeit this grant based on the fact that I've been banned from this? I'm like, I'm like, this is our whole esports, like, budget. Like, everything that we've dreamed of hinges on, like, this, this Donors Choose um, project of me and Donors Choose. Yeah, it was not a good feeling, that is for sure. I mean, especially because you did not apply for a grant with Donors Choose. You would not have thrown your hat into that race. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think I would have steered clear. Uh, for sure. And and, and now I'm, uh, I'm doing this terrible tango, and I, I hope we can come together, and, and maybe I can find these letters somewhere buried here in the makerspace among all these great things that we have today, which started, thankfully, to those amazing donors and the don true. Donors Choose platform. Yeah, so true. this is me, Donors Choose, saying I'm just a boy standing in front of you asking for another chance. Yeah, and we're for sure going to tag you on this one, <laughs> Donors Choose, because uh, that, is, that is pretty heartfelt, I guess. say. My email is a lot better. I, I was just trying to give you the, the short, and like this email probably surpassed 2,000 words, like just trying to lay it out there. You they, do like words. I do like I, yeah. I, I do like to make some wordy emails, yes. but we'll keep you posted. That that was my that was my low moment, and you know this is this is our lives. They're they're just a series of highs and lows. It really is a roller coaster. Well, segue perfectly into what our other low was at first, right? It was again. All these things were happening on the same day. Highs paired, you know, hand in hand with Lowe's. So go ahead and share that part. Well, I think you have to share. This is like, this well, is your STEM class. Well, we thought it was you that had botched this and then come to yeah. find out it was me. <laughs> so we, okay, so we knew, we put in a what, eight Samsung uh, project Between proposals. three classes. We didn't do this with our first quarter group. And, um, but I think we're going to start before we even get into that. Mm -hmm. I've talked about like missed opportunities where yeah. we almost like passed this by. And our first quarter groups, we both had amazing first quarter groups. Really I had a um, big seventh grade group, a small eighth grade group, and you had a decent size eighth grade group. Yeah. And so like, we were just so busy at the end of the quarter. We're like, all right, we're just going to let Samsung pass uh, with this first quarter. And then we switched and we had these new groups. And we were going back and forth where there's like literally three days until the deadline. Yeah. And we had three days like with this new group that we had for like a week. And, you know, you know, as you get a new group, you're trying to get them into like, you know, thinking like what you're going to do in the quarter and like your mindset and cover all these things. And then I was like, you're like, are we just going to let it go? We're just not going to do it this year. And I was under and like I was almost to the point of like, yeah, we're let's just not do it. Let's just sit this one out. And this is 10th year. Uh, Samsung's 10th year of doing this and the Samsung Solve for Tomorrow is an awesome STEM competition where they encourage middle school and high school students to, to use technology to come up with a to solve a problem in their community. And I almost said, all right, let's just let this one pass. And, you know, me and you always talk about, like, not letting those opportunities pass by because you don't want to miss out on those because you never know what could happen. Your grants and then and everything. everything that we do, you yeah. know, like, you know, just speaking obligations, like yeah. attending things and, 
we've missed some conferences this year and like who knows what we missed by just missing those conferences well and it you know so much of it boils down to time and the ability to sit down and, and do that and the stem thing it was it's challenging right because you're trying to get those kids not only to uh, come up with an idea but then write up a, a whole thing for it you know it, it takes a lot of effort so we put in eight and eight um, ideas among seventh and eighth graders yeah and the hard thing is is that you know, this is something that we're hoping Samsung will improve in their process. Is I already put only, in my survey monkey results, yeah, which is good. I'm glad that you spoke up on this. But they only allow a teacher to submit one idea per teacher. However, to get around that, they encourage you and suggest that you have you put in other ones under other teachers' names at your school. So if you're allowed to do that, it seems you know, silly to add that extra step. So we did it this year and there's two of us. So then that leaves six other people that we had to kind of tap and say, can we put one under your name? Well, apparently we didn't, we did not have a, a clear list about who we had tapped because the day they announced it, which was, was it Thursday or was it Friday? It was Thursday because we celebrated on Friday. Yeah. So Thursday, uh, you looked at, oh, so I did not tell you, but I was in your class and I was trying to check my email because I was also trying to do something for the front office with a deposit. And so I'm in there and I see a rejection for my idea that I had put in. Sarah's uh, angler sent hers for us. To uh, Tony sent his. So, so they were down. coming in. So we're down three ideas Jolene, with five left. Oh, we're down four. Jolene, I have 50% yeah. of our ideas left. So uh, four. So then I'm thinking, okay, uh, this is not looking that great. And so I don't know anything about you. There's still some that I don't know about. And it, it might have been, yeah. So I didn't say anything to you because I thought, you know, he's got a lot going on with the, what's going on in here. And it's a good vibe today. So I just kind of let it be. And then you sent me a message and we're saying like did you check your uh, check your email did you see the email or something or text and you had taken a screenshot and you saw that they had posted well i got my rejection email oh, yeah, like for did. my, for my right. idea and like I, I worked on their idea i polished up their idea like you know worked some things in there and like it was a great idea and like that's the thing is like you don't want to just submit like one idea because like some of these kids are passionate about different yeah. things and you want to celebrate their different passion projects and and uh, get those. So I got my rejection idea. So now we're up to six, six reject rejects, and we have two, like two left. But then once I got mine, I was like, and we weren't super confident going into the no. week, you know. Like JoLynn was all positive. She got the email, being like, "All right, wait yeah. till next week. We're going to announce the winners." It's be great. And JoLynn was so positive. Uh, the Nailed It Wall podcast guest, Jolynn. And then she's like, and then I'm like, I even sent her email. I'm like, we're not super confident. We're just going to see where this year goes. And and once I got my rejection, I didn't, I didn't even know about all those other emails. And then I just looked on their Instagram page. They're huge on Instagram. They love posting all these things. And I see one of the six finalists, third year in a row, Sierra Verde Steam Academy. Woohoo! Woo so proud that, you know, that, you know, we're doing this and that we're finalists. And it was just so awesome. So we know that there's five. We can account for five. But there's, so we know someone's is the winner, but we cannot figure out which of the three that are left. So at that point, it was Mrs. Schubert. Janine Bonham, and we thought and Mrs. Tebow. Tebow. <laughs> now, would you say that like last year, Mrs. Tebow uh, sponsored an idea and like her idea, and we're like, oh, she's the chosen one, and because like Bonham was out sick, and she told you it wasn't her, so we're like, it had to be Mrs. Tebow. Like, and last year they send you an email, and, like you have to like tell them that you're going forward with the next step, and like for an address because they're going to send you a Samsung tablet. And then Mrs. Tebow forgot to email them back. So that people from Samsung actually called her in her classroom and they were like, do you plan on going to the next steps no, here? Fine, and so she almost missed this window of just applying for that next stage. Yeah, and so we, and because we were submitting things and we did it late, you know, it was like both of us were up super late the night before trying to get all of these in, you know, cause it's, that's eight, proposals that you're trying to put in and you're filling out the form for each one and you again these kids believe in their their ideas and so you want to 
honor what they put the time into. So it is time consuming. And there was stuff like I, it was a, I don't even remember, I think it was a Tuesday. So I think you had like soccer or dance or whatever. So you're running around. There was a basketball game that day. So like I got home late. I'm like, I'm so tired. And so we're trying to put these in. And we just assumed that because we couldn't get into Tebow's account. And so we figure, okay we put this in wrong like this has been botched and we can't so we she must be the winner we figured out we didn't get schubert's because we spelled her name wrong and so that was me and then and then (laughs) (laughs) and then i was obsessed that i i was going back and forth that i that i misspelled like tebow like i was going back and forth i'm like did i mess up like tebow's spelling of her name and 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 then lo all, and behold, like, all day, yeah, like, all day, and and then we mind you, this is on the same day that I got the donor shoes email too. Yes, so I was, was like, you I was, I was in a dark place. I was you in a dark place. Really defeated when I came in at the end of the day. You looked very defeated, and so and we knew Bonham was in it. So we knew this. this and, last... and I spent a big chunk of the day doing the editing for the green screen. Like yes. I was like, oh, that took a lot. It was uh, it, it was it, 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 was amazing, it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. So anyhow, I. First, you went out of the room for something, and I was trying to put in all of these creative spellings of Tebow. Like, what could he have possibly hit? Because I was so sure that this is what had happened. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me, did we uh, did we submit a, a thing under Denise Badger? I feel for some reason that name is coming to mind. Sure enough, I pull up her information. Hers has been selected. Poor Mrs. Tebow. We, Wait, we I was calling s- her. I'm like, check your email. <laughs> She's like, I got nothing. I'm like, you're spam? Like- we know so many creative spellings of her name now, but none of them were ones that we had submitted. So anyhow, that was a huge relief, celebration, great thing. And the kids that – now you and I both had in our STEM classes – uh, similar proposals. So this one was really similar, an idea to to the um, oh God, seriously <laughs> with the knocking. Oh my gosh, it's gonna give me a heart attack. <laughs> Wait, did you keep recording? Yeah, we keep going. Oh God, we, we don't okay, stop. Sorry. <laughs> we do it live. All right, sorry. So anyhow. I totally lost my train of thought, what I was saying. So you're talking about Mrs. Badger, you know. No, no, no. So we had two similar ideas. So they, it was about basically kids either wandering off or getting kidnapped, but little kids. And, you know, it actually made me think of your, you know, going to Disneyland with little kids. And, you know, my kids are older now, but it's a scary feeling. And especially when you're in a packed place and you lose uh, sight of them and so anyway both of them came up with something kind of similar and so my kids um, their idea was the buddy band and so it's three kids Wyatt and Lincoln and Mallory and when uh, I knew I agreed with you you had said you need to celebrate these kids and so I thought you know I'll, I'll, we can't it was last minute last, last minute. minute on Friday morning like yeah. but your group was like so many kids are so passionate in their projects like that's yeah. the thing is like mean you could not just be like submit three ideas like you know right. class class and class because these even i even had a seventh grade group they overheard me on the phone they're like so what was this uh samsung announcement and i'm like i'm like there's a winner we just don't know who <laughs> and they're like they're like it was probably us and they were just so confident and i love that because yeah. like even last year like megan's group she's like i know we're gonna be the winner it's it's it's, oh my it's gosh, like once kids. we submitted it like and that's the thing is like when you're passionate about something you believe in it and yeah. it's so cool where this huge corporation is celebrating these kids i know and i I really do I do love being part of this and so when when I told the kids one of the group members Wyatt she was in band and so I announced it and the kids in her group said Wyatt's in band and she needs to be part of this do you mind if we go and get her and so they like they're like like that jittery, so excited, they're breathless, and then they run off and get literally get run, run and get Wyatt. The three of them come back. Wyatt is like panting. She's so excited. The picture I took does no justice to how excited they are, but they they were over the moon, and she they just kept saying, "I can't believe our our project got chosen. This is such a cool opportunity." And then even this weekend. Oh, but before I jump to that, so then the whole thing, the whole class. 
was so positive about their project and like what their next steps are and celebrating them. And we did a big thing all together where we kind of just, you know, made sure to really acknowledge and celebrate everybody's That was my work. idea. Yeah, it was. And so <laughs> I, I loved hearing those conversations that though. Like it was so, so cool. cool. Like, you know, and I'm like, you really need to like make this an inclusive celebration. Like you brought a special treat for everybody and just to, you know, celebrate the whole thing. And I think that like took um, the celebration to the next 100% level. hundred percent it did. And I said, I was like, that was really a good idea on your part because it does then also make, it's a bittersweet thing, right? So the kids, there were kids that really felt like theirs were gonna, was going to get selected, but they still felt that they won because it's someone in our school and it's their peer and they had a lot of pride in that. So, you know, I really, I really was very proud of how well everybody took it and just their genuine enthusiasm. And then uh, Wyatt later on, just while she was sitting at her table, sixth period, just like my last class, and she kept saying, I, I just I'm so excited. Like, I just can't believe this day. I can't believe that happened. And then she sits right in front of the nailed it wall. And she said, when are we going to print it out? Like, we're going to have it on the nailed it wall, right? And I'm like, yes, it will. I'll have it on there. And then Lincoln sent me a message this weekend um, on email. And he was asking all kinds of questions. I say, I did some research. And I'm not seeing what the next steps are. And so what what do we do next? And like, what what's involved? And, and I couldn't get any information. But he was like... He doesn't want to drop the ball. Like he's very, very much he has ownership in this, and like is really excited. So I kind of loosely said, you know, this is and this, and Mr. Lane and I are going to work with you on this business, and he's just so excited. Yeah, and the cool thing is, like, literally, they have like two weeks to submit the the next step. And the next step is a lot of work. Like one of our highlights last year was working with the girls as they tried to take their project to the next step. And the next step is they choose two state winners from. I'm so confused by their math. You know, we always talk about math. They said there's going to be 300 state winners. And last year there was 51 state winners. And each state winner would get uh, $25,000 in technology to, to produce this idea. And, like, they send you video equipment. You know, we need video equipment um, to, to, to produce this. And you work with business partners and to take this to the next level. And this year, you know, I just don't. Or maybe it's the six times 50. Okay, all right. The mask coming to me now. And then, so I, I'm pretty sure, like, we're still a little hazy on. I think it's they choose two state winners, and both state winners get $15,000 in technology, okay. and which is cool, which is amazing. And I just love, you know, what this thing does, and, you know, get kids like, like these ideas, you know, like we're always trying to take our lessons outside the walls. And I love that Lincoln emailed you, and it's going to be a lot of work in two weeks, you know, to like really like hone this idea and make theirs unique and even talk to like the girls in my class, kind of like what was their angle and, yeah. you know, how could this like really benefit like people in terms of using technology? Well, and it, it would be an amazing thing, just like reliable. There is definitely uh, something that could come, something really amazing can come of this. But I think ultimately the thing that you and I get so excited about is kids have a voice and they feel empowered to make a big difference in something that they would never have thought they could impact and it's a problem but because of something that they are starting to have a dialogue about they actually may be part of the solution which is a crazy empowering moment for kids to realize like wait like we could be part of this yeah and i and it's just awesome it really is and so exciting and you know we talk about not you know take your shot we always talk about michael scott's great quote you love this quote i think you're pretty adamant about hanging this up you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take wayne gretzky crossed out with michael scott love that quote you do love that quote and i i think of those things it's like we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation if we're just like ah you know it is what it is let's let it go like this is not our year and we weren't even you know no disrespect to our kids like last year is like you know they had some great ideas last year and you know like even if you took some of those ideas this year that were like runners up i bet they could could have been a finalist but the cool thing i saw for arizona was i think like all six schools or middle schools and that's like really cool. this is usually I, I feel like a competition that's dominated by high schools and you know it's you know we want to get over the hump we want to, we want to see these kids like you know yeah. get that state recognition and we're, we're feeling confident when, you know, we, we have a great, now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we know whose idea it was and uh, who submitted the project. And it's just, it truly is, you know, giving those kids those life, you know, those real life like applications in the classroom. Well, and the first year that you rolled out Samsung, 
you know, the buy-in with that group wasn't where it needed to be. And then the next year, it was incredible buy-in by all of them. And so, you know, they took they took the news really hard. A lot of those groups did. I remember Sierra um, Anderson had said, well, I'm just going to, I believe in this product, so I'm just going to do this on my own. I was like, I empower you to do that. I think that's a great idea. But, you know, and this year, same thing. Like, they're 100% committed to see this through. And, you know, I just, I really, really admire eighth grade students that have that kind of drive and the tenacity to say, you know, like I did say, it's going to be some work, but they're excited. Already on the weekend. You're getting emails. Yeah. Well, people, stay tuned. That's why you listen to the Nailed It While. You you want to know what's going on behind the scenes. You want to know who's butting heads with who. And so now you really have to buckle up and enjoy the ride. You're going to have to find out, will Mr. Lane and Donors Shoes come to some kind of agreement where it's a wink-wink kind of handshake deal where... character references. (laughs) Please all flood. And then also, like, you know, where where is this Samsung... uh, Samsung Salford tomorrow going to take these students in our school and, and kind of the future here. No will this be the year? Will, will will these be the 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 group that leaves their legacy? Where That'd be amazing. And and so our food for thought is when given an opportunity, people shoot your shot. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. All right, people. As we always say, keep changing the world. And if you can any, be anything, always be kind. Now, if you enjoyed stories about Mr. Lane's beef with Donors Choose <laughs> and Samsung Solve for tomorrow, that's why you need to hit the subscribe button. Mm. This is the only podcast, well, not the only podcast, our only podcast that has been downloaded on five continents. Not seven yet, five, but we're pretty proud of that. So hit the subscribe button. And if you want to see pictures, videos of what's going on, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. <laughs>